Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I am so glad that you have made it today to take a look at the subject of faith and repentance. This is the foundation of Christianity as recorded for us in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. The other day I went to a delightful faith conference uh, from a big faith leader that uh, has imparted much into me through my years of Christianity. And um, I was so enjoying the atmosphere, and it reminded me of days gone by. And uh, I was looking around and, and grabbing out different memories of my Christian journey. But I was sitting there pondering once again my trip in 2001 into hell as a born-again, spirit-filled Christian. I'll never forget that day that I landed in hell. And I was alarmed. I was terrified. I was dumbfounded that a Christian, a born-again Christian, a spirit-filled Christian, a Christian that loved God, could go to hell. Hold on. There is a foundation to be known and to be heard and to give heed to, in other words, pay attention to, found in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. Let's read. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, <clears throat> not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Let's back up to verse 1. The foundation of repentance from dead works and faith in God. Did you notice what the first layer of our Christian faith is according to this scripture, according to the book of Hebrews chapter 6, beginning in verse 1 through 2? The very first layer of the Christian faith is repentance. Let's check it out. What is repentance? Repentance is to stop sinning, to go from wickedness and to do what is right. To say, God, I'm sorry. I have sinned against you. I have done wrong and now I'm going to leave off sin and I'm going to do what's right. That is repentance. And that is the very foundation of Christianity as stated per God in the Bible, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, beginning in verse 1 through 2. There is an unhealthy, incorrect foundation throughout Christianity. Many people are taught on the subject of faith, and this is good, for we know that, according to Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 6, it reads as follows. But without faith... It is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, number one, 
and that he is a rewarder, number two, of them that diligently seek him. The problem with Christianity, the very problem, is that we have left off the first foundation, the very floor of Christianity called repentance, to stop sinning and do right. The second floor, according to scripture, is faith in God. We know that we have nothing in life unless it comes to us from God. That is apparent and obvious. For we all came into this world as little children that were incapable of raising ourselves, incapable of providing for ourselves. We were incapable of causing our heart rhythm to continue in a normal, healthy fashion. We were incapable of breathing in oxygen and, and, and for our bodies. We did not uh, make our bodies to develop and to grow. God did. So we came into the earth needy under the love and authority of Almighty God. And I can see many in Christianity that their foundation is faith. And there's nothing about repentance. And see, this was my problem when I went into hell. When God said, you're either going to leave sin or you're coming to hell when you die. I just want to lay this out for you according to who I am and what I have written in the Bible from the very beginning of time, but has been discarded and neglected by my people but it is not obsolete and my book rules all my word i hold above my name psalm 138:2 so as i was sitting in the faith conference and everybody's excited about uh, god rewarding them and them receiving from god which is good because god says you must believe that i am and that i do reward my people but if we don't have the floor of Christianity, the very first foundation of repentance, of stop sinning and doing what's right, now all the faith in the world to the second level is not going to help us on the day we exit and enter into eternity and stand before the judge and he will judge us according to our activities not according to our mouth. Many speak and say well, but they do not do what they should. We will be judged by God based on our activities, what we do. Jesus said, who is my mother, my brother, my father, my sister? He said, those that do the will of God. He didn't say those who say the will of God. He said those who do the will of God. God is all about us finding and opening up the Bible, reading it daily to be washed and to be cleansed, and to do what we have read, and to grow in our maturity in Christ and into his image. That is what we were created for. That is what you have been created for. Four. But many in the Christian community do not ever repent from sin. 
but they have great faith in God, as I did. But I found out in a very startling, terrifying, extreme, severe way when he lowered me into hell and showed me different components of this location called the netherworld in the Hebrew text that is located within and underneath the earth that is full of people that refused to what? The very foundation, repent, stop sinning and doing what's right. That's very important for all of us right now even to say, God, forgive me for my sin that I have done as a human being and perhaps as a Christian. Wash my slate. Cleanse me today as I grow and develop into the image of Jesus. That's a very, very important thing. You know, when I was lowered into hell, I was in very many different compartments, and one was a wooden bench. And I was surrounded by demons that were taunting me and taunting me and tormenting me. And I saw two doors. The first door was hell. The second door was the lake of eternal fire. This is separation from God, separation from heaven forever in torment fire, etc. I was in shock. I was a person that day sitting on that bench who believed in the Lord. I was a person full of faith in God, knowing he was and knowing he was a rewarder of those in his family, for he rewarded me all my life. I was a person who went to church. I was a person who read my Bible. I was a person who attended teaching conferences. I was a person full of the Holy Ghost. I was also a person who began to sin much after enduring severe pain as a means to escape the reality and the suffering of my situation. Then I was a person taken into the chambers of hell and warned by a loving God to leave my life of sin or hell would be my home to my regret and God's deep, deep sorrow. So my problem was I was never taught the foundation of the Christian faith according to the word of God, the oath of God, the covenant of God he has erected and maintained and given to the earth to live by and to die by. I was never taught the consequence of sin as a Christian. Romans 11.22 reads, Behold, look at, know the goodness, heaven. I went there as well. It's beautiful. And severity, the terror of God. On them which fell, severity. But toward thee, goodness, if 
conditional. Thou, you, continue in his goodness. Otherwise, you will be cut off. And God was warning me to walk according to the word of God so that I could inherit on earth and enter heaven when I left the earth. We ask God to forgive us as we go along life's journey. We live in the blood, the water, in the spirit all the days of our life, riding the tandem, so to speak, with God through our pilgrimage and our growth. The blood is cleansing us from our sin as we say, God, I'm sorry, cleanse me from my sin. The water of the word to cleanse our minds and our bodies. And the spirit of God continually sanctifying us and cleansing us and growing us into his image. We are not to take God's mercy and grace for granted. As I found out that day in 2001, as I was taken out of the atmosphere of earth and into the netherworld. Hell is the name of that place. You do not want to go to hell. I had a vital need as a Christian to know the covenant, the Bible, the book of Genesis through the end of Revelation for myself. The scriptures write in John 6.45 and it reads as follows. Everyone will be taught by God. We are to open up the word of God on a daily basis as his spirit comes to teach us and lead us into all truth. For there is no freedom without truth. The scriptures read as follows. Let's listen closely in Galatians chapter 5 beginning in verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest and do appear, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before as... I have also told you in times past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So in my condition in hell as a born-again, spirit-filled Christian who went to church and went to faith conferences, I realized that I needed repentance and faith as my right foot and as my left foot all the way through my journey. I had no idea about repentance. For the false grace message has done away with the need of repentance and the severity of not repenting. Repentance is stop sinning and do right. Let's read Hebrews 10, 26 through 31. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. There remains no more sacrifice for sins, 
but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery, fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment, suppose you, shall he thought worthy, who has trodden underfoot the Son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified, he was cleansed, an unholy thing, and has done despite unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him that has said, Vengeance belongs unto me, I will recompense, I will pay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. The Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. I found that out in 2001. Startled me to my core, the origin of my being. And I have not stopped ever since bringing truth to humanity to save your life. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning in verse 9, reads, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? As I sit on a bench in hell, I was being told and shown these things. Because my life was in unrighteousness, even though I confessed and said I was a Christian, I was not obeying the Christ. Be not deceived, be not deluded. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. So we all come to death and we go up to heaven I saw that place, it's beautiful and it's stunning. And I saw the other place, or the person enters into hell and then the lake of fire. Those are the only two options in the life after this one. Revelation 21, beginning in verse 7, reads, He that overcomes, they stop sinning and do right. They tell God they're sorry when they sin, and they have the blood of Jesus remove that sin. They keep a blameless record before the great I am at all times. He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son or daughter. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters. Those are the people that put themselves above God, or their thoughts on religion, or their spiritual places they have feel empowered as New Age does in their philosophies. 
their idolaters. And all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. There's only one option if you want to enter into the gates of glory, into the gates of eternal bliss and pleasures forevermore. Heaven is the name of that place. And that is to know and to obey the Son of God. Second Thessalonians 1, 7 through 9. Let's read Jude 1, 5 through 7. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. It was the Lord that saved. It was the Lord that destroyed. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Matthew 13, 37 through 43. Jesus answered and said unto them, He that sows the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned, in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity. iniquity. His kingdom is his church. Let's read that one again. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who has ears to hear, let him hear. Hebrews 12. 14 through 15, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. We know that repentance and faith go together as your right foot and your left foot throughout your journey because we were all born and we take a journey. We take a journey through life, through valleys, through mountains, through experiences, through afflictions and deliverance, 
all kind of things happen to us on our journey, but there is one continual thing that is always with us, and that is the Lord. He's promised to never leave us or forsake us. And there is nothing that you will encounter that he will not bring you to the other side. Just remain in him. And to also remain repentful when you need to repent. Tell him you're sorry. And always believe in him. It is the life of faith. Good night. Aleron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rieleron today at www.rieleron.org.